Hello, everyone, and welcome to Miraculously Mental. I am Leslie, and today I am here with licensed professional counselor, Sarah Fowler. Hello, Sarah. Hello, Leslie. How are you? I am so good. We're so happy to have you joining us today. And what we are talking about today is the drum roll, the holidays. So Halloween is over. It's done with. And now everything comes out, all of the decorations, all of the food. I know that a lot of people actually start decorating for Christmas after Halloween. Right. Right. Which I um, I would love to do that, but my husband would, would not allow that. I don't believe. But there's Thanksgiving. We've got Christmas, Kwanzaa, Hanukkah, New Year's. So many holidays are coming up now that we're getting close to the end of the year. And I'm a huge holiday person. I love the holidays. I am throwing a Christmas party this year. It's the first time I've thrown one in a long time. And I do remember the the last time I threw a party, I was so just kind of overwhelmed and nervous that everything needed to be perfect. I wanted the food to be right and everything to just be perfect. And I, a lot of people they kind of get into that from what I've kind of experienced. A lot of people, they want the perfect meal. They want their house to be decorated and it to just kind of, you know, look like a Hallmark Channel movie and it can be really overwhelming. So I wanted to have you on today to talk about some tips for people that are kind of just really excited, but they get really overwhelmed. What are just some quick tips that you can give to people to help them kind of get through that desire to have the perfect holiday experience? Right, right. Well, first of all, the first tip that I would say is to speak to that, to really be realistic with your expectations. You know, those Hallmark movies are movies for a reason, and that is not, <laughs> that is not everyone's reality. So just to really, you know, be real with yourself and what your expectations are and know that perfection really is not attainable and and that's okay. So being realistic, again, not comparing your holidays to the movies or really to anyone else's for that matter, kind of making them, making them for you and making, right. you know, about what's important for you for the holidays with whatever that would look like. Everybody has their, their own traditions and their own things that right. kind of work for them. And when you see, like, like I was saying, when, and you were saying with the Hallmark movies, you see these and you're like, oh, that's so cool. You know, they do that. Well, we don't do that, you know, but right. it's really when you look back over it as you age, the things that I remember are just little things that my family decided mm-hmm. to do. You know, it wasn't, it didn't have to be like a specific tradition. It was little things that we did that maybe everybody else didn't do that you end up really remembering at the end of right. the day. Yeah. And it wasn't necessarily perfect either, but it was still memorable and, and a part of the holidays that even you remember as an adult. 
Secondly, and I see a lot of folks and also personally struggle with this at times, is learning to say no. That's a good one. Yes. No is not a four-letter word and it is okay. (laughs) It is okay to set no and to set some boundaries on the holidays. It is really easy to go overboard in social activities, finances. I really think that a lot of that is encouraged around the holidays just from society. But, you know, I really encourage folks to know kind of where your limits are and enforce those, whether that's with friends or work or family, because it's very important to just get through the holidays, keeping yourself as healthy as possible too. Yes. Including things like you said, financially, because so many people end up, I mean, they'll just, everything goes on the credit card and they're $5,000 in debt because Bobby needed a new phone and a new, you know, all of these things. And I mean, and you're right, society is entirely partially responsible for this. I mean, the Christmas commercials, it's like, give your husband a car, give him a base for for Christmas. And I'm just sitting here like, wow, okay. I'm really falling behind with my socks over here that I'm I'm getting my husband. Yeah. And I think that can go back to, you know, even that first tip of being realistic, especially if you have children, price tags are not important to them. Just spending quality time a lot of times is really what, what they want to do most around the holidays. So knowing ahead of time and thinking about that kind of where your boundaries need to be and having kind of a clear expectation of how you want that to go is going to make it easier to say no or reinforce boundaries when that comes up. That's great. Yeah. And then kind of along that of setting boundaries, a third tip is to really schedule some self-care time. I really believe that anytime, just not during the holidays, but especially the holidays, taking care of yourself really needs to be a priority. So whether that's purposely, you know, scheduling some downtime where there's not a to-do on a weekend or not a Christmas party that you feel you you have to go to, whatever that looks like for folks, I really encourage setting some time aside for yourself anytime, but especially, you know, these last couple months of the year. Absolutely. I'm guilty of that. That's probably my biggest guilt, or at least up until this point has been a thing that I'm the most guilty of is mm-hmm. I, because I love the holidays so much. I'm like, oh, there's Christmas caroling over right. here at this event. And right. over here, there's a tree lighting and a, a, mm-hmm. a market. And I just get so excited and our calendar ends up overflowing. Cool. And then, right. you know, by like the third activity, I'm like, okay, I'm going to have to go get in the bed because I'm uh-huh. so at my limit. Right. Right. Yeah. And I think that's really, really easy for parents to do also, especially, you know, there's so many activities for kids around the holidays. And if you start doing that, you know, again, Hallmark movie kind of comparison to what other kids, other parents are doing, it's really easy to get caught up in, oh, well, we need, we need to go do this at the zoo and we need to go do this with Santa and, you know, whatever that looks like. We're a lot more likely to follow through on something if we have it set, if we have it scheduled. So, you know, scheduling that downtime and things like that will be, be helpful. Absolutely. 
Those are great. I really think those are, and that really touches on and kind of covers everything that I think someone would need to be able to get through the holidays kind of unscathed and still have a good time, still be able to enjoy yourself and really, you know, enjoy being with your family and your friends, but kind of keep it, keep yourself and check along the way. There are a lot of people though, that I've discovered. And again, I'm a huge holiday fan, but as I've gotten older, I've become more aware of other people and have started to notice that there are a lot of people that actually do not enjoy the holidays. I have several friends that are kind of bah humbug around Christmas for one reason or another. And my husband is actually not a huge Christmas fan. I'm working on him, but uh, it's not, it's not his nature. Right. for sure. Do you see that in your in your practice? Have you seen that over the years where around the holidays, people, they're just not really all about it? Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think most folks who work anywhere in mental health would agree that we also start planning for this time of year. And I've already started talking with most of the folks that I see about what the holidays are going to look like for them, because for most of them, that's it's, it is a source of stress in some area. Absolutely. What would some of those reasons be? Because to me, someone who's again, like all gung ho and I'm all yay, Christmas and all of that Mm -hmm. brings it it brings out the best actually in me. So Mm -hmm. what would be some of the reasons that someone might not enjoy the holidays or have as good of an experience as as someone else? A couple different categories of, of what I tend to see. One being grief and loss. Okay, so that maybe it's the first year since a loved one has passed. And, you know, some of those traditions or things even that you shared earlier are going to look a lot different this year. And even losses that were several years ago tend to really get brought up during the holidays because it is just traditionally such a time that you spend with close family. So if that close family member was someone who has passed away, that's going to be a source of stress and something for folks to work through around the holidays. Absolutely. That that makes sense. I know several people personally that have lost someone and several people that have lost people around the holidays, which I guess is even would be like a double whammy. Yeah. You lose them around the holidays and then it is the holidays. So every year you're reminded of that and you're also reminded that they're not there with you. Right. Exactly. And again, the meaning of the holiday might change, especially if the loss was, like you said, close to the holiday bringing up all of those grief reactions around that time of the anniversary is is another big thing to work through. So lots of things with, you know, grief and loss and changing changing traditions because of that. I think another big stress and another thing that I see a lot just in my practice is the stress over finances. Like I said, it's very much encouraged for folks to overspend or to max out the credit card and and almost shamed if you don't. So there's, you know, a lot of folks that I see, maybe that's a a source of contention with a spouse or with other family members on deciding how much to spend on throwing Christmas parties, even, you know, that can, that can get expensive too. So I, I know for a lot of people, just thinking about the financial stress really can create a lot of issues around the holidays too. 
Absolutely. That's a big one. I'm guilty of it as well. I mean, I enjoy the holidays and I'm I'm guilty mm-hmm. of well, how much do we spend this year and do we do a homemade Christmas or do we do an extravagant Christmas and fine I mean finances are tough anytime. Mm-hmm. But right. I think they're definitely kind of exacerbated during this time of year for sure. Right. Right. Absolutely. And then there's always kind of the I guess Hallmark movie example of, you know, if you don't have a gift for someone who buys you a gift of like dealing dealing with that or, you know, agreeing to spend so much and then people not following that. So another financial stressor for sure. Absolutely. Um, and then, you know, lastly, the biggest one, and this can definitely cover all areas, is just dealing with family and gatherings and family and friends. I use family to kind of cover you know, those close friends that kind of become family. Right. Um, right. You know, we all have a very, our own unique type of family and family unit. And along with that, we have our own unique stressors that come with that for everyone that brings up their own unique set of issues based on those relationships. Absolutely. Family is, is huge. And I, my friends that several of my friends that I've talked to about this in the past, one of the reasons they're not fond of the holidays is because of bad memories that have occurred with their family in the past or because they do have high tensions with Mm -hmm. their family still. I am amazed, amazed that it's like you cannot talk to your family all year and Mm -hmm. come the holidays, everyone expects you to just be best buds with them. It's right. like, well, I, I haven't talked to you since last Christmas right. and here you, here you are and you expect, you know, everyone just kind of expects that, oh, well, we're family. It's the holidays. Of course, we're going to be together at Christmas, but mm-hmm. that's, that can be huge for someone right. who, you know, is struggling maybe with the their relationships with their families. Right. Absolutely. And I think part of that goes back to this expectation of we need to appear to be the quote unquote perfect family for the holidays. And I really encourage people to look at what's best for them. And if that means changing those traditions or setting new boundaries, I really would encourage that. So even with family, especially with family. Yes, absolutely. What would be, that's kind of one tip and you can elaborate on that if you would like. What would be some tips for people who are struggling really struggling to get through the holidays for those reasons that are other than just, oh, the turkey isn't cooked perfect and my house isn't perfect. But those people that have really deep seated issues with the holiday season, what are some tips that you can give them to kind of get through the next couple of months? Right. One of the things that I encourage people to do, and I I do this myself and I do this with a lot of folks I see in my practice, is we, we sit down and we write a holiday plan, a holiday survival guide, if you will. We cover things from, you know, the boundaries that we talked about to scenarios or situations that might be difficult for them and how they can potentially handle that all the way down to what they're going to be doing for their self-care and spending some time thinking about that. I think it's easier to implement if you have kind of a plan or at least a tentative plan set up because then when the, you know, the invitations start coming and you're making plans for the holidays, it's easier for you to have that plan, that, that image in your mind of how you would like the holidays to go. And so you can respond accordingly to that. 
That's really great. I think that's that's a great tip in life in general, in my opinion. But I definitely think I am really bad about not I write things down, but I don't ever do it in any sort of a pattern. I just kind of like scribble notes here and there. And I find myself being a lot more scattered when I do it that way. So I think that would be really helpful to just sit down and say, okay, what does November look like for me? What does Uh December look like? What do these specific days look like? What am I going to do? I mean, even I assume you can get as granular as you want with it. You know, on Thanksgiving, I will get up at 10 o'clock, I will go to my friend Mary's house or, or whatever, you right. know, your, your specific plan is and really tailor that to what you need to get through the holidays. Right, exactly. And I usually encourage folks to be, to have a plan, but also to be flexible enough to know if you do wake up on Thanksgiving morning and don't want to do whatever plan you had laid out that that's okay because things change and our feelings might change about that day and that's okay. So having, you know, having a plan and and allowing yourself the flexibility is a good kind of balance with that. And partly how we develop this plan is, is we really get down to what you want the holidays to look like for you and what's important for you, whether that's on a spiritual level, a religious level, a family tradition level, kind of what your ideal holidays would look like. And then that's kind of what we use to fill out that holiday plan. Oh, that's good. That's a really, that's a a guide, I guess, mm-hmm. that they can kind of really, again, it's just really tailoring it down. Going back to what you said about saying, hey, I'm waking up. Thanksgiving morning and I just don't feel like doing this. That ties back into self-care, does it not? Of being able to say, and and even even back to the other one of just being able to say no and say, this isn't going to work. Hey, Mm -hmm. you know, mom or dad or whoever, I was totally going to head out there. It's just not going to work for me. And being able to do that without feeling any guilt associated with it, because I know so many people spend time because they feel guilty and obligated to, even though it may not be what's best for them emotionally. Exactly, exactly. And that's definitely another component that we talk about in deciding what the holidays mean to folks is that's where I step in as as the counselor to say, I don't believe there's anything that that is worth you know, sacrificing your mental health over again, going back to the Thanksgiving morning. So yes, if you had plans and wake up and decide, I don't think this is the best idea for me right now, then, then that's what you need to do. And, and knowing that ahead of time. And I think for me to kind of reiterate that with folks almost gives them permission, right? Absolutely. Yeah. For someone to say, this might be an expectation someone else has of you, but it doesn't have to be your expectation of yourself. So, oh yeah, that's great. I really like that. And then just to really go right along with what we're talking about too, Leslie, just another, you know, third tip is to feel okay reaching out for some support, whether that's more self-care, talking to a friend, a close family member, even finding some mental health support in your area. I'm a big supporter of that. And especially around the holidays, they honestly are stressful under the best of circumstances. And it is understandable that folks just need more support around this time. Yeah, it's absolutely okay. And I think that's that's really what we're 
talking about in, you know, kind of what we're focusing on with doing this podcast in general mm-hmm. and right. specifically in this episode is that it's okay to to need help. You know, mm-hmm. it's it's okay to say, hey, I'm going to kind of need a, a little bit of a, a cheerleading squad, right. you know, to get right. me through, to get me through this and that there's no shame in that at mm-hmm. all. There's right. no shame in, in any of this. And I think that we've kind of, unfortunately, society has become kind of shame inducing mm-hmm. when it comes to mental health and people right. seeking help and needing help getting through. Everyone thinks you should just suck it up and move on. Mm-hmm. And that's just not logical or rational to me. And I think that it's definitely important for people to know, hey, it's all right. Reach out. Get some help, schedule that appointment with your therapist or go to coffee with a friend and express some of this stuff. Get it out because if you keep it in, it's just going to continue to build up. And then by the time you get to the holidays, you're going to be even more overwhelmed. Right. And then you're not going to be able to enjoy any part of the holidays. And and really what I tell, you know, what I tell people that I see and maybe it's their their first time going to speak to a counselor, I let them know very honestly that I don't feel like there's anyone who at some point in their life could not use or have used extra support. And that is not to say that they're not handling things well or that they're not strong, but that's just the nature of life and the nature of stress that we all can use that extra support. And I think the holidays are a really good example of that time. That's really great. I totally agree with that. Well, I think we have hopefully given everybody on whether both sides of the of the ends of the holiday spectrum, if you're Santa Claus, you know, for your Christmas program, or if you are having a really difficult time this year, maybe you lost someone that you love and this is your first holiday without them. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think we, we covered some tips that can help all the way around. And I think the the one theme that kind of keeps coming back up, which is all what mental health is about, is self-care, making mm-hmm. sure that you're, you are, your mind, your, your spirit, your emotions, that you are as healthy as you can possibly be in your mm-hmm. decision making. And I am really appreciative to you for coming on and sharing this with everyone. I know that it's going to help a lot of people make it through these next couple of months easier than they probably would have. Yeah. Well, thank you. And I, I so appreciate you, you know, having me and, and it's been, it's been great. And I hope that, you know, the next few months are as stress-free for all of us as, as it possibly can be. So. Absolutely. Thank you so much, Sarah. We appreciate it. Thanks, Leslie. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. You can find Sarah's holiday survival tips on our blog at miraculouslymental.com. That's all for this episode. Until next time, be well, live well, and keep shattering the stigma.